1: Talking About You with Astra, Season 8, Episode 72. Yes, I'm here Monday through Friday from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Thank you for being with me today because I appreciate your time and always look forward to sharing information, ideas, comments, and whatever else we get into. It makes us all better people. Today's topic, we're going to continue on, Why Are You Poor? It's a question most people ask, and they wonder how they got there. I would challenge you to think that perhaps it wasn't as much you as the forces in which you actually have had to confront, whether that's a car accident and not getting paid the settlement that you deserve, or some kind of institutional biases that you've run into, or just unforeseen circumstances that pulled you in a direction that just made life a bit hard for you. Yet and still, I'm here today to say, wherever you are, don't give up, don't give in. Keep your dreams, your future is ahead of you, and you still have time, whether you're one or 101. We never know what's going to come our way in life, so there's no reason at all to decide that because of the hardships you face today, tomorrow will look the same way. There are forty million people out there, I think I said that last white or last time. Forty million people that are actually in the same boat as you. And then you add the fifty million that are probably some of those in there that are disabled. And you've got a lot of company. And a lot of pe couple company means you don't have to give up and you don't have to give in. But before I get into today, today's topic, I want to go back and talk about minute with a purpose. Now this week we did something just a little bit different. I wanted to ask you the question of what makes you whole after a car accident? What would it take if you've been in a car accident recently? Think about that. Where were you before you were hurt? Can you get back there? How can you get back there? Because basically that's the purpose of making you whole, to make you be where you once were. That's what they mean when they say make you whole. So how can you be whole? And what if you can't get back to the same place that you were how What kind of compensation will make you as close as you can get, and will it matter? Well, I personally believe that it does. I think the way in which insurance companies uh, treat insured policy insured is very important not only from the basic of the financial aspect but the emotional aspect too. And also the physical if you have a PIP policy there. So there's a lot of things that can be going on in your life at the time of a collision. And this is why I'm always talking about be car accident ready. It's a lot of stuff to try to figure out if you're going through something at one time. And if you don't have a lot of support, it's even more of a struggle. So that means you really have to do some planning, even when you just don't feel like it. Well, you may not even feel like getting up, and you might have to get up because there's things that you must do. But I want you to know that even if you're going through this by yourself, you can make it through. Okay, You'll have an opportunity in that case to rest as much as you need, right? But there's other things that need to be done, especially if you're no longer working. That's harder when you don't have two incomes coming in, right? Maybe you're a single person. Maybe you're a single person with children. That's even more difficult. But I'll tell you this for sure. Millions, I'm not kidding about that, millions of people have done it and so can you. Will you learn a lot through the process? If you're like most people, I think you will. And I think you'll be stronger for it. Not that that's something that I think is bragging rights. I just think it's too hard. And that the insured civil rights legislation should be in place so that it makes it easier on us. And by the way, I'm really excited about that. But let me finish about minutes with a purpose, okay? I want you to write down, if you haven't already, three things that will make you whole through your collision and if you haven't had one maybe you know somebody your neighbor your a family or friend somebody else who's been in a car accident and you're able to sit and watch what's going on with them and think about what would make them whole what are three things that would make them whole if you can't consider what uh, in your cannot consider you being in that situation because it's very important to think about these things in advance and if you know those things when people are asking you what is it that you want how can I help you? What is the right thing to be done? You'll know. You'll say these things will make me whole. These things will get me back. Maybe it's physical therapy. You know, maybe it's something else. Maybe it's a spiritual thing that you'll have to go through. It could be, and it might be financial. It could be a combination of all of those things and more. But unless you take a moment to see within yourself how to make you whole, you you may never get there. Because outside forces may not be able to, to get you to where you want. Maybe they can get you you know, partially there, but maybe not the full way. So it, it just ca- causes you to think. And when people are asking or making rec- recommendations for you, you're better able to decide that by just having that knowledge. Okay, so stop for a second and write down those three things right now. It, has to, it doesn't have to be long sentences, just three things. After a car accident that will make you whole. Okay, they could be physical, emotional, financial. Like I always say, some things are just an endless list, okay? But this is personal. This is for you, right? And what? And this is important and it matters. So make sure you write those things down. Now, yesterday, I talked about the RCWs for Washington State. Remember, every state has their own traffic laws and how things work, and they also have their own insurance laws. So you have to go out there and take a look. So if you're living in Virginia, just go uh, traffic laws for Virginia State or the state of Virginia. Virginia. Or If you live in Montana, say you want to go out and look at the traffic laws for Monta- the state of Montana. All of those things, anywhere in the world, Mexico, right? Uh, wherever you are, just go out and take a look so that you get a feel for what's going on. How can you be your own advocate if you really don't have any ideas about what the laws are? Are you depending on somebody else to tell them to you? Because I assure you, not everybody is all that truthful. Okay, they, if they're not telling you the truth, how will you know if you haven't investigated it? Does it take time? Sometimes it feels like it takes an eternity. Uh, It just depends on what you really want to learn. In fact, what I'd recommend is just go out and watch uh, the videos on Estra Seattle on YouTube. That'll give you a lot of ideas. I also have, uh, what, hundreds of uh, podcasts out there. You can go to iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, and it's on a lot of other uh, podcast stations. So you can actually be able to go out and listen to a lot of things. So that helps you to get an idea, first of all, the things that may happen to you, things you can do to protect yourself. And believe me, you'll come up with some things that aren't there. And please let me know because there's other people in the same pot as you. And they need to know that. What I was so very happy about was I went out to Washington State and I found it's the WAC, which is like we have RCWs and then the WACs actually explain the the RCWs more. And I was so happy to find them because what I realized they have out there is a lot of what I'm talking about for insured civil rights legislation. To me, that's just remarkable. It's just uh, very exciting to see that Washington State, usually we are pretty, well in most cases, kind of in the front of a lot of things, which actually is a kind of a, a pride thing. I'm really happy about that. But I'd be very happy for all 50 states to have something along these lines. Now, I'm not, Today, I'm only going to go through them. There's actually about, oh, there's 19 of them. But if I start to you know, go through all of them at once, uh, I don't want us to, to just get too tired of reading them. And they're really important from my perspective because it talks about specific unfair claim settlement practices defined, right? So you know exactly what's going on. And if somebody is saying something to you and it's not right, you know, hey, you can jump in and say with confidence, and I think that's one of the things that happens with a lot of policyholders that when you don't know what's going on and you don't know what's right or what's fair, you just believe anything, and you know when you're in a process of a settlement that doesn't work very well. So if you're in Washington State, and even if you're not, you can go out and take a look. It's if you go into your search engine and you go WAC two eight four Three zero three three zero again. That's W A C two eight four three zero three three zero, and it'll say specific unfair claim settlement practices defined. And I, it's just a great place to start. I'm probably just going to take the first five, and I, I think I'll break them up that way every day, so we don't. Um, and then maybe I'll probably do one single show on all of them, and. Be able to say, so that you'll have them all in one place if you need to look and verify things. Because to me, it's very important to know what they are. So hopefully you've had a chance now to write down those top three things for your minute with a purpose, okay? One minute with a purpose. What do you do with your minute? Like I said, I love exhales. Oh, they're just wonderful. It's, they're not hard. They're simple. Uh, it makes you release a lot of that stuff you might be holding in just to get it out. But those, those three things that make you whole are very important too because being whole, it, it actually changes your focus. It makes you, allows you to be able to move forward. And after a collision, that is something you must figure out how to do is move forward. Even if you find you don't get completely whole, you've got to de- decide where life's going to go for you from there. And fortunately, you're the only one who can really decide that. All right you do a lot of other people may do the best they can, and maybe they didn't do. maybe they did a really bad job on you. I know that's possible too, but regardless, you just have to keep moving forward. but let me just go ahead and I just will read these five, and then we'll ask talk a little bit more about why you are poor, okay, So the first five it starts off with the following are hereby defined as unfair methods of competition and unfair or deceptive acts or practices of the insured in the business of insurance, specifically applicable to the settlement of claims. It says, number one, misrepresenting pertinent facts of insurance policy provisions. Now, this is why I always say you always have to look at your insurance policy. And the way in which you have to look at your insurance policy is you've got to make sure you look at that fine print, those stars and things that they add there, because that's where the problems truly lie. The general policy is probably not going to change much, but it's those things that they say that are there, in my opinion, just to keep settlements, uh, to make it difficult, more difficult for you to get, are the ones you really need to see pay attention to so the first thing you do is try at least once a year to review your policy I say that for two reasons one when you review it every year then it's not like it's un- you're not it's not like you have to start from the beginning you've already reviewed it once you go and you review it again and highlight the things that are either-, either they've ha- they've added or that have changed or things that you hadn't seen before that are important So, if something happens when you're going back looking through this uh, policy, you'll have a better idea as to what you're really looking at and where everything is. So, try to do that just once a year. The next thing, number two, is failing to acknowledge and act reasonably promptly upon communication with respect to claims arising under insurance policies. That means your insurance company should keep you informed as to what's really going on, right? So... It's important, and, and most of them usually will contact you, typically because they want to get to see where you are and it's test where you are, I would call it. So, just make sure that you know it says failing to acknowledge and act reasonably promptly upon communication with respect to claims arising under insurance policy. So they should be getting a hold, of getting back to you in a reasonable time. Okay, number three failing to adopt and implement reasonable standards for prompt investigation of claims arising under insurance policy so if you get in an accident they should be able to tell you within a reasonable amount of time what their decision is about your your car accident okay so they they can't just call you up in 10 years and say, hey we're finally done with your our investigation right That doesn't work. So they have to do it in a reasonable standard. Now, who sets these standards? That's a good question for the insurance commissioner, right? So I'm assuming that they keep an eye on things like that. Let's hope they do. Number four, refusing to pay claims without conducting a reasonable investigation. That means they have to have some information there that says, okay, this is the reason why we made these decisions, and this is how we came up with our decision, right? So if they just come out and say, well, we're not going to do this, or, you know, I mean, it's, it's amazing how many companies have denied claims, and I'm not sure why the insurance commissioners are not investigating some of these uh, major insured, uh, the insurance industry, the auto insurance industry, on how they're doing that. Uh, because a lot of people have lost a lot of, of the little that they have, waiting for those decisions, or being refused. Uh, period. So, uh, to me, that's just one. I hope will there'll be more investigation on that from the insurance company or the insurance commissioner. Excuse me. Number five, failing to affirm or deny coverage of claims within a reasonable reasonable time after fully completed proof of lost documentation has been submitted, right? So that's another thing. So as you can see, a lot of the issues is with time, right? Because quite frankly, poor people don't have a lot of time, right? Poor people are struggling the minute they actually get in a car accident if they're injured because they know they have no money coming in, right? So when an insurance company does reasonable does a reasonable thing to help poor people? It makes a difference. They know most of us live paycheck to paycheck. If we can make it, that some is we only get through half the month, right? <laughs> That's the reality of all. So if you have an insurance company that is sensitive. <clears throat> that is sensitive to the needs of their policyholders makes a big difference versus one that's trying to squeak out every penny they can hold on to at the expense of their policyholders makes a big difference. So that brings me around to why people are poor. Most of the time, is it it because they're not working 40-hour weeks? Most of the time they are, right? But 40 hours a week, on a on a low income your wages are too low for to be able to survive it's amazing to me how many employers pay people so little money and they they can't even hardly pay their rent that doesn't help them get to work doesn't help them with their kids right how do they expect people to live i sincerely hope washington state has gotten closer to paying a, a lot more people at least the airports now is paying an hour, but $15 an hour helps to support people, but $7 or $10 an hour, how can you make it? When you're doing everything you can to survive, to protect your family or to feed them, why would you think that it was your fault that you were poor? Does that mean that you should look for another job? If it's not meeting what you need, always look for another job. There's one to be had. In fact, they're telling us now we've we've got so many jobs that we 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 have more than enough people to fill them. Well, I don't know. They've been saying a lot of things. Don't make it so. They aren't filling them. They're not putting people in the spots. They're not training Americans. My problem with them was, and still is, is that they took a lot of jobs, said, we don't want to pay American workers. We're just going to ship them abroad, send them back, and then have you pay for them. Pay with them with what? Come on, that's not a reality. Not for many. It is time for Americans to be paid wages that they deserve. 10 or 15, 20 years and and having stagnant wages. And you wonder why you're poor? You're poor because Wall Street has made you so. They've decided they need all the money that they can scramble up and forget about the people who helped them to make it. So I hope that next time that you struggle and you're wondering, how come I'm so poor, I would say look around you. Look at your wages. Look at the things that you're having to pay out versus your rent, your car insurance for even that matter. All the things you have to pay out. How much money would you have if you didn't have to pay out a lot of these things? A lot more to live on, I suspect. So don't get down on yourself. Just keep trying to improve yourself and to get better. And if you're injured and you're hurt and you're disabled and you don't want to be disabled, most people who are disabled don't want to be disabled. It's, it's a hindrance. It slows you down. You want to do more, especially if you have a type A personality. Okay, so you just have to hold on. You have to accept where you are and just try to move forward the best that you can. You won't always stay in that same position. It just feels an eternity right now because of what you're going through. But what I can ask is only that you keep hoping, hoping things will get better and keep trying to make things better for you and your family. Everything that someone tells you and insurance companies tell you may not be the truth. And that's why we're going to go over these uh, WAC 2828430330 that talks about specific unfair claim settlement practices defined because you need to know how to protect yourself and to be your best advocate. Thanks so much for being with me today. I appreciate you. I'm sorry that I think I'm about two or three episodes behind. I'll do my best to get caught up. Sometimes you just have to go with where you are. You know what I mean? But I will get there and uh, keep going, and we'll continue to learn more and more about traffic laws and protecting yourself to get you to where you need to go. Thanks for being patient with me. All right. Thank you so much. You take care of yourself.